we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Changes! Changing things in 2015 begins with knowing what needs changing. Amen? If you don't know what needs changing, you can't change it. That's why we come to church. We don't live inside our own head. We don't become our own authority. No, we lend that to someone else so we can hear someone's perspective on us and our behavior so we'll know what to change. Amen? Yeah. We should use the word to compare our behavior and see where our flaws are. Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow. And here's the important part that relates to this that I just stated. It is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the what? The word, that's why people don't read it, because the word is going to discern their thoughts and intent. That's why the first thing the homosexuals did when they started the LGBT movement is make their own Bible. They made their Bible so that they can avoid the thoughts and the intents of their own heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The statistics are in. Yeah. They're in. 90% of all lesbians are substance abusers. 90. 78% of all homosexuals, substance abusers. Why are they abusing substances? Because they are trying to quiet or change the thought and the intent of their heart. Because at the end of the day, something ain't right. Something ain't right. You take that chick, put a football jersey on her, cut all her hair off. You can deck her out in Dudeville. But that ain't a dude. You can spray brood all over her. Wash your hands in uh, lava soap. Get them rough and burly. Do it like Esau and cut up an old coat. <laughs> Put some hair on her. That's not a do. Not a dude. So, at the end of the day, you're going to have to deal with thoughts and intent of the heart. Amen. As a woman, you're going you to want a man. I don't care how much you look like one. Because it ain't right. Amen. As a man, oh no, that, that ain't right. Yeah, so that's why they have to change the Bible. And that's why they can't go to Bible teaching churches and can't get in Bible talking circles. That's why they have to disassemble the Christian movement, the fruit of God's spirit. And people, let me say this real quick, because, you know, I did a message the other day about, you know, men wearing earrings in here and cornrow and all that kind of stuff. And some folks got offended and started emailing and stuff. I'm like, have y'all not researched? Because we show the origin of stuff. And then we don't do it no more. I mean, that's like what AEX Ministries been doing for like, yeah. Right? So we show the origin of it. The reason why we don't do it. And then we don't.
don't do it. How many of y'all, that's, that's why you come here? Because we're going to find the origin of it. And if the origin doesn't line up with what the scriptures say, then we're going to stop doing it. Amen. Amen. So some people think that's too harsh because you need to get people in here. You need to lower your standards. I've never been like that. So I don't know how to do that. Because people want a standard. They do. Don't you want, look, don't you want a standard? Now, that don't mean you live perfect. You're trying to, but you at least want something to live up to. Amen. Because when you take away the standard, you're going to be sitting next to a transsexual in the church. Gotta take the signs off the bathroom. When you delete the standard. So even people with struggles come in here because they want to grow to the standard. Because the standard makes me better. Now, if I'm going to live on my standard, then I'm going to be a very miserable person. So I need God's standard to make me better. When I start talking about things that identify our sexuality, were created to show the difference between man and male and female and different things like that, then we're talking about something that's spiritual. We're talking about rebellion. We're talking about somebody adopting something because there is an unclean spirit in them. Amen. Amen. That, that, that's the tattooing and all of these different things come from unclean spirits. Unclean spirits make you mutilate yourself. That's what I talked about in part nine. That's why we don't condone that. Amen. So we try to live up to a, look at somebody say standard. Standard. What is church without a standard? That's just a room with people in it. No, it's the standard. And I got to live up to it. We all have to live up to it. So what do we base the standard on? We base the standard on the word of God. So we can't have an anything goes ministry. Amen. All the musicians up here looking like pimps. I go to churches like that. I'm like, dude, you letting him play? Half his hair is braided. The other half is a natural fro. Dude, man. You look like he ought to be the drummer for the roots. Why is he playing in church? Then what the church started finding out, because see, I travel, I used to, tra- I, when I was traveling real heavy, I go to church, especially like in Jersey and those areas, and all the musicians and stuff would have them long braids, you know, like uh, Ty Trivet. So that whole phase started, you know, they all slanging, singing, and slanging, singing, and slanging, singing, and slanging, right? That's slanging mess everywhere. So I get up and preach, I'm like, y'all need to cut this slinging out. Just cut it out. No, no. That, that's, that's new. You just got to let the youth be youth. That boy is 40. That ain't no youth. You crazy. He just singing and slanging. All singing and slanging. And then what happened in that area, that region of New York and New Jersey? I started getting emails and phone calls from some of these pastors that allowed the singing and the slanging. You know what they start telling me? Bruh, my young people don't believe the Bible that we're teaching what is going on they, they, they starting to believe some other stuff found out that my youth pastor is um, Hebrew um, something but he said he was Christian found out that my youth director is five some about five don't call me because I told you when they start the singing and slanging there was an agenda behind it 
be a, look at somebody say standard. There has to be a standard. You take that standard away, it's going to be chaos. Yeah, they took the standard away from gospel music. What happened? Everybody's gay. All of them. Men and women. Children. All of them. The GMWA look like Mardi Gras. Stella Award. All this. Because they took the standard away. They made the singing more important than the preaching. So they pulled the preaching out of it. And now it's all about the singing. Well, you know what's going to happen. Carnival. They're going to come in on them stilts. <laughs> Just a tall sissy. Giant tall Nephilim sissy. Man, he's 30 feet tall. Tall and gay. Y'all know what's going to happen. Look at somebody say standard. Got to keep the standard. Even when the standard afflict, the conflict with what I want to do. I got to make a choice. I think I'm going to go with the standard because the standard is there to protect me. It's there to protect us all from ourselves. Moses, God took the children of Israel out of Egypt, took them to the wilderness, said, Moses, come here now. And what did he do? Standard. Made a standard. It was unreachable by any human, but he made it and he gave it to them. You better try your best. Try your... God, can't nobody do this, I know, but try your best. Because if you don't, I'm going to open up the ground and it's going to swallow you up. God's like, you try your best. Look at somebody say standard. If we're going to make changes, we got to make them according to the standard. Fruit of God's spirit is our measuring stick. If we are truly born again, then we should exhibit all of the fruits, all of God's fruits through our behavior. Love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such there is no law. So we have to exhibit these. Amen. Amen. You got to exhibit them. If you've done premarital counseling with me, you know this is, this is the blueprint. If you can do these, you can stay married. If you can do these, you'll stay married. Amen. But you got to do them all. All. Love, joy, peace. Pastor, I just... I think I made, I think I blew it. I, I just can't do this. It ain't been but a year. I mean, if football players didn't do good their first year and had to quit, we wouldn't have no football players. Basketball, nothing. First year, you just learned it. Man, you've been married seven weeks. I did everything I could. <laughs> Yeah, long suffering. How long is long suffering? Long. No limit. I gave it two years. How you gonna limit long suffering? Things have been just bad for too long. Eight weeks. And then when you was by yourself, you was crazy and unhappy for years. But you can't do you can't do few years with, with home girl. When you was by yourself, you were terrible. You hated your life. And now, oh, she just makes me so unhappy. Do you like that already? Man, ask your friends. Ask people. Go read your diary. Bruh, 
Your life was whack. You gonna go back to that? The Holy Spirit comes to renew us and change our behavior to conform us to God's standards. Being filled with God's spirit is what changes us from the inside out. Romans 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world, be what? Renewing of your... So your actions aren't going to change you. It's your mind has to change your actions. Does that make sense? That's why we let the Holy Spirit change our minds and then that'll change what we're doing. Right? So you don't call somebody out and just, you know, they come in church and you, you, you just hit them with what they should change outwardly. You got to hit them with what needs to be changed inwardly as well. Because that's what's going to change the outside. Does that make sense? Amen. So you got to have balance with that. But ye, uh, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you won't even know what the, you won't be able to prove what the will of God is unless your mind is renewed. Because unless your mind is renewed, then you have the mind or the appetite of the flesh. Does that make sense? Past hurt. Our behavior in most cases reflects our inward hurt and pain. The way we treat others is usually stemming from the way others treated us. That's why you got to be healed. Because if you're not healed, you're going to do the same thing that was done to you. Yeah, you will. You'll do it. Romans 12 and 19. Do not give punishment for wrong do, uh, wrongs done to you, dear brothers. But give way to the wrath of God. For it is said in the holy writings, punishment is mine. I will give reward, says the Lord. So this is telling us we don't pay people back for what they've done to us. Marriage, come on. Amen, marriage. You don't pay, uh-uh. You don't be, no, right, taking notes. Oh, okay. I'll be bringing that up next fight. Amen. No, no. Yeah. And that's going to happen to a lot of you, especially if you've been single a long time and then got married. You were single a long time and got married, independence is going to always be haunting you. Yeah, that's going to be your worst enemy, independence. All that you established before you married that person. You got to contend with that on a daily basis. Amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah. Constantly. So you don't want to gain too much independence. Don't pull the trigger. Get married. Get married at a young age. See, you can't get amens no more. Because society has programmed them. How I'm content with my singleness. You're 40. Yeah, but I was told that no, you said you should want to be married. What's wrong with that? Is that what God wanted you to do? You ain't no eunuch. How you a eunuch in dating? Eunuchs don't date. I had a preacher tell me that one time. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be just like Paul. Paul wasn't dating. That's some foolishness. You have a desire for a woman and don't have one. Something is wrong. And you ain't gonna be hanging out at ABC hugging everybody. Hey, sister. Good to see you again. Dude, you better, you got a time limit. Boy, we done turned the hourglass over on you. You ain't gonna be camping out here, single and thirsty. We ain't gonna have no incidents in here, Jack. Y'all already know. Amen. We got folks in there with the eye of the tiger. We must address the inward pain that persists to alter our thought process and cause us to fail at lining up with God's standard. 
Reacting to pain of our past keeps us from reacting to God. Colossians 1 and 21. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he what? Reconciled. So God is going to stop us from reacting to the pain in our past because the pain of our past is changing how we relate to other people. The friends we pick will be based on the pain of our past if we don't deal with our past. We'll pick friends that won't deal with us or deal with our past because they got one that they're not dealing with. You understand what I'm saying? So it'll change the whole scope of how we flow as a human being when we don't deal with the pain of our past. But God wants to reconcile your past so that you can get past it and that way your future relationships won't be marred or scarred by what happened to you in your past. Being healed from painful memories and occurrences in our lives must be a priority of ours in order to move forward. I said being healed from painful memories and occurrences in our past, in our lives, must be a priority of ours in order to move forward. Deliverance from our past helps us to trust God with our future. Why would you trust God with your future if you are still hurting You should be able to trust him to deliver you from the hurt. Amen? Trust him to deliver you from the hurt. And then he can, then you can trust him with your future. Philippians 3 and 12, not as though I'd already attained, neither already perfect, but I follow, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that which also I am apprehended of Jesus Christ. So we have to make sure we deal with who we are. We have to make sure we deal with what happened to us before we can really move forward. So it's not about us feeling like we are there. And I get that a lot in here. I get that a lot from people because the some about research and being on a different page than the flow of society or, you know, under, understanding things that the average church may not be teaching or whatever. It, it gives us a position where we feel like we have attained something or we feel like we're different, special, or even in some cases better. Look at somebody say, that's not true. You are nothing. None of us. Nothing. I was having this conversation the other day. And I was talking to someone, I was telling I was like, I don't even understand how preachers get arrogant. How are you arrogant about preaching? And all you're doing is repeating what somebody said? I mean, how do you think you're better than others and they can go read it too? I, you know, I, I, I never take that. When I'm getting ready to speak, I don't care where it is, whatever. I can't feel like I'm going to get up here and do something. I never feel like that. Oh, watch me, Doc. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, Doc, I had them folk. I had them folk. I, preachers talk like that. Man, I had them folk. I had them cry. I had them. I had them. You did? You was repeating the Bible. Somebody else wrote that. We can't even lift Paul up. Because he didn't make that up. Those are God's words. So we are repeating God's words. So God has to always get the glory. Amen. So any knowledge you got in here, it's no great revelation. Somebody else knows it, I guarantee you. 
Best way to overcome the pain of our past is to forgive those that hurt us. Forgiving others is necessary for maturing as a believer. Did you hear that? You won't mature as a believer until you truly forgive. You know one thing I learned? You can't truly forgive others until you forgive yourself. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything, to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave it I in the person of Christ. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. What? Satan gets an advantage of us. How does he do that? Unforgiveness. The minute you form relationships, that unforgiveness causes you to mess them up. People you need in your life, you'll run off. People God assigned to your life. People that have helped you become and overcome things. You're a whole lot better now because this person was assigned to your life. But that unforgiveness, the basic foundation of our belief is forgiveness. To truly be called a Christian, we must exhibit Christ's love and move on from the pain caused by others. Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind was in Christ? Christ laid on the cross, was hung on the cross. And on the cross said, God, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Let that mind. When we deal with our inner pain by forgiving those that caused it, then our behavior going forward will change. We will show more love and less strife to others. And we will truly be able to change things in 2015. Mark 11 and 26. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of people's problem. They can't get through to God because they haven't forgiven themselves. They are carrying unforgiveness for what someone did to them. They are blaming someone for where they are right now. They feel that someone should have done something different and that's why they are where they are. Those things will immobilize you forever. You will not move forward. Look at somebody say, you got to forgive. Summary. Past hurts. Work works its way into our behavior toward others and makes it hard to form lasting relationships, lasting friendships and relationships with the right people. We will then be reclusive and live in our own heads. Two things happen. Two things happen when you carry hurt, past hurts. And they affect your friendships and relationships. Two things happen. One, you become reclusive and live in your own head. Don't talk to nobody about nothing. Every relationship you have is superficial based on what you can see right before you. But you're never going deeper than that. You don't give anybody yourself. You aren't true to who you are in front of others. You're reclusive. You live in your head. Yeah. You just walk around carrying everything. Don't, don't let nothing out. Don't you? Yeah. You're a ticking time bomb. Right person make you mad enough. 20 years of anger is going to come out. you become this other person. Surround yourselves with people that are just as messed up as you are. 
So y'all talk about everything. Yeah, I know I'm just an old, raggedy, hot mess. Yeah, me too. I know, girl. That's why we, that's why we hang. We both a hot mess. Yeah, you just gave into it. Surround yourself with crazy. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's just the way it is. Because they are very, very unhappy with themselves. So they got to find the folks that's unhappy so that they can yoke up with them and put their mouth on everyone. But what they don't realize they're doing is they're disabling their own help. You're cutting your help off. Now you're just here for no reason. They don't trust nobody. You can't yoke up with anybody. You done talked about the pastor and his wife and all of that. So you're just here. We will then be reclusive, live in our own heads, or we will surround ourselves with foolishness. But to truly keep quality people in our lives, to help us to grow and mature, we must be willing to do what? Address your past. If you get mad in here because the message got too close to your past, and you leave, you still going to have to address it. You leave 10 churches. You're going to have to address it. Before God does anything with you, through you, you're going to have to address it. That hurt you carrying around, that pain you carrying around, it's making you make bad choices. So that has to be addressed. We should be careful not to keep people in our lives that cause strife and contention. When people allow their past hurts to dictate their behavior and how they treat others, they are destructive and will keep you in your past hurt as well. Because misery always loves company. You will never move forward and truly change if you surround yourself with people that do not want change. Amen? So as we yoking up and coming together and all of that, man, we got to change. We have to change. Yeah, you went through a period where you was off to yourself and God kept you to yourself and he was working on a thing with you that no one else could do. Okay, I understand it, but now you're amongst a fellowship with people. Now there are people involved. Now you have children. You can't be off to yourself with children. You're going to make your kids crazy. No, you can't go out there. There's molesters out there. See, I was molested. I just want to go out in the front yard. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Yeah. I've seen it so bad. The father tried to pick up the little girl. Oh, no, you can't hold my baby. I'm his, I'm her daddy. Yeah, yeah. Your mama won't let, your mama wouldn't let your daddy hold you. Because she was molested. But then the woman grows up anti-emotional. She don't have a whole lot of emotion. You know, she don't, she's not touchy like she maybe should be because she wasn't held and caressed by her father. Or she misses it so much she becomes extremely promiscuous to try to make up for what was missed. All because somebody didn't deal with past hurt. Change the child's lives Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I made sure when Vicky was growing up, boy, I was all over Vicky. 
I mean, Vicky was all we. She used. I used to lay on my stomach and go to sleep. She would climb on my back and go to sleep on me. I mean, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I want her to understand what real man love is is all about. What it's really about. It's not sexual. But if you, yeah, oh no, don't you hold my baby. And why is it your baby? Didn't we do that together? Oh, great. Well, but, but that woman is hurt because of what happened to her. So she's afraid of it happening to somebody else. I mean, she's afraid of it happening to her own children. Can't go nowhere. No, can't do nothing. No TV, no toys, nothing. The toys, when you take the clothes off the toys, they make it. You got to play with sewed up toys. It's got to be Raggedy Ann and... and <laughs> Because that Barbie got a body on her. No, no, no. Yeah. There's breast on Barbie. Yeah. But that's hurt. That, that woman needed to address that. Because she's changing people's lives. Because of that hurt. Oh, I'm preaching in this place today. Yeah. And so those children grow up with deficits and then people think they're crazy. But the child was raised like that. But now, since you grown up, or you're grown up, you need to address it in your life. You just make sure your, your daughter gets the right love and affection. Amen. Amen. Yeah, as a woman, you make sure your husband get it all day long. Oh, y'all, y'all tripping. Yeah. You make sure, I don't care how mad you are, you better find some hugging and some snuggling. You will never move forward and truly change if you surround yourself with people that do not want to change. God brings people into our lives to motivate us to be better and do better. But if we do not address our issues, listen, we will run those people away. Because anybody that's trying to do better and be better ain't going to be around somebody that's not trying to do better and be better. Are you getting upset, man? Won't you hang with me, man? You'll ask about calls and that because you don't want to do better. I mean, what happened between us, man? I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't come pick me up no more. You don't do, dude, you crazy. You don't want to do better. Got to move on. Because I'm trying hard to do better. So I don't need your no betterness messing up my better. I'm trying to go somewhere, bro. Amen. I don't want to be like I was. I'm trying to improve myself. So you're just going to have to be offended. Oh no, see, don't mind one day. You're gonna have to be offended, bro. Oh man, you don't have no love for a G. You don't have no love for a G. Dude, that's why you a G. I can't be around no G. Man, I fought and scratched and scraped to get off the streets. Man, why would I be trying to come in church and hang with the street folks? Save street folks, dude. I don't want no parts of the street. Ain't gonna lure me back. We'll run these people away. God put them in your life to help you, and you're gonna run them away because you won't deal with yourself. Person that is truly secure in who they are and have overcome their past, they're not gonna tolerate foolish people. I'm out of that stage, man. I've moved on. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Like that dude in that movie. Just. <laughs> Dude, I, the, the dancing ain't gonna get no money this time, man. Dude, every time I pass this corner, you, dude, they ain't gonna keep giving you a. Du- 
do something different. Gator. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't we get to the point where the dance don't work no more? Dance don't work no more. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, dude. Ain't no dad. The dad is over. The song ain't even playing. When we address our issues, we can walk in the fruit of God's spirit. You can't walk in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance if you haven't addressed hurt from the past. Hurt from the past going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming. When you take one step, hurt from the past going to pull you back too. Every time. Every time. You got to deal with it. But when we address our issues, we can walk in the fruits of the Spirit and bring change to areas in our lives that need Proverbs 18 and 1. A recluse is self-indulgent, snarling at every sound principle of conduct. Do y'all hear that? That's a reclusive person that lives in their own head. You know why? Because they're their own authority. When you live in your own head, you're your own authority. You set the rules. You set the standards. That's why God want to pull you out of your head and bring you in a fellowship. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.